Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is April the 22nd, 2021. Strong head, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Compete, don't complain, people. <laughs> Conviction. Five-digit realm in motion. I'm offended by selling. Don't FOMO on alts. Be a unique beast, dudes. All right, we're going to talk about all of that. Fitting in is freaking overrated. Hello, my elite friends. Do you have questions? I've got answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat to get my attention. You just can't ask a regular question. I won't notice it. Someone asked if I was in Baltimore, though, before the show started. Always check out the links below. The first word of my description is where I am. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. Oh, we got weak hands all over the place. Talking about Ethereum FUD, capital gains tax FUD, China FUD. Oh, my God. I want to vomit. But hey, it's uh, a little bit after 4 p.m. on the East Coast tomorrow, Friday after 4, 4 p.m. on the East Coast tomorrow, this week in Bitcoin, Mauricio is going to be on, Surfer Jim is going to be on, Andy uh, from California is going to be on, not Andy Hoffman. So hey, it's going to be great. And remember, 19 Bitcoin make you a millionaire, right? Right this second. If you have 19 Bitcoin, you are a freaking millionaire. Now. I want to I want to address one thing: the Ethereum flipping FUD. We, if you're from 2017, like I am, I mean, you've already experienced this, and I'll give you some numbers a little later on in the show. So stay tuned for that, you know, specific dates. But right now in the Bitcoin cycle, we're around where it was like in June of uh, of 2017. Okay, and this same type of stuff, Ethereum was doing well. People were talking about Ethereum flipping. It's the same thing, dude. It's the same stuff is going on. And I just want to give all you guys a warning. It's not going away. You're going to hear about it. So you got to be a man about it. Have a strong hand and just be like, you know what? Ethereum can do well and Bitcoin can do well. They can both do well. It's not a zero sum game. If you're new to this, if you're new to this, this is part of your initiation. Okay. You know, when you join a fraternity, you, they, they make you, they, there's some initiate. I never did that stuff. I didn't buy my friends. Pound my that button. But some people like that stuff. That's your business. <laughs> That's a little shout out to my buddy Shane, who will be in Miami with me uh, on uh, for the, the great uh, Bitcoin Magazine event on June the 4th and 5th. But, but, but going back, this is, it's part of, this is part of your initiation, okay? So get used to it. Get used to Ethereum. They're competing. Don't complain. Compete. They can say, we're going to share a report. It's already linked to below an Ethereum report uh, that, that someone uh, made for institutions so that they pour money into Ethereum. They are competing. You can complain and cry and scream and say, "Why? Oh, woe is me! Ethereum's doing well. Ethereum is at what? It's it's at four point seven percent of a Bitcoin now. I said during the summer it's going to get up to six percent at least. Okay, during the summer it was below three percent. It's all part of the cycle." People want a next Bitcoin, okay? Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Ethereum is the next Ethereum. But there are a lot of people that uh, Ethereum is number two. It's a logical choice. They pour money into it. 
And I, w- I want to say this straight up as a guy who is a Bitcoin firster, as a guy who's got Bitcoin, been buying Bitcoin since 2013. All right. The, the, Bitcoin Inquisition people were wrong about Ethereum, all right? Udi, I respect Udi so much, okay, in in Tel Aviv. He's not correct about Ethereum. He's not – some of the things they've said are not – now, he might know some technical things and maybe it's not sustainable forever and ever and ever. But dudes, have you used Uniswap? Have you – they're doing really unique things on Ethereum. It is changing the world. It is revolutionary technology, okay? Uh, and that might not be your cup of tea. I don't blame you if it's not your cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea either. I like buying and holding Bitcoin. I like preserving my wealth. I keep it really simple. They're apples and oranges. But dudes, it's it's a real thing. You can call it a scam. You, you sound like an idiot when you call it a scam, though. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I mean – when are you going to admit you were wrong about Ethereum? That is, because this is the same thing we asked Peter Schiff. When is Peter Schiff going to ask admit he's wrong about Bitcoin? Okay, so you sound like a, a Peter Schiff type of person when you go on and on and on about Ethereum being horrible. It's oh, they're only doing it to destroy Bitcoin, and it's a, it's a scam. It's a this, it's a that. It's not destroying Bitcoin. It's not a zero sum game. They can do what they want to do. It's going to go up in price. It's going to be 6% of a Bitcoin. It might be 8% of a Bitcoin, okay? But you should have the confidence in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. So they're going to talk about flippinings. Don't let it hurt your freaking feelings, okay? They can talk about flippinings as much as they freaking want to. Be a man and just say, no, okay, fine. Flippinging, great. Have fun. Have fun with Ethereum. I'll have fun with Bitcoin. I mean, that, it's, it's as simple as that. Pound that like button. But to, 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 to deny its legitimacy, at this point in time, you're basically Peter shifting it in terms of, uh, uh, of what he, how he responds to Bitcoin people. How important, Zach Allen says, how important do you think fungibility is? Trace got inquisition for, for, for talking about it. Well, it's, uh, it, it's, some, it's, some, it's something to deal with, all right? It's something that the, the technical people are working on and that you'll be able hopefully to opt into if you want to it's you know without fungibility they're able to track every single thing you do on bitcoin so that's disturbing i mean i mean on on a certain level that is disturbing okay that uh someone who really understands this you know you can you can see one 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 bit some bad person sent you a bitcoin and then it's always bad forever and ever unless you send it to the the mixer Okay, so it's it's something to consider, and Trace was uh, well. Trace was interested in the, the privacy aspect. You know, let's let's not, let's not bring him up into that. You know, who knows what was? I, I don't know. I'm, I can't I can't read his mind. Uh, so uh, someone said, uh, "What M. Devito? M. Devito? Not Danny Devito, but M. Devito, which is obviously spelled different from uh, Devito." Uh, says pound that booty, bro, dude. I have pounded some pretty uh, hot ladies' booties in my day, um, but uh, that won't you won't be seeing that here. This is a family. This is a family uh, channel, obviously. And to me, for me to even say that is, um, but I was a fan of the the booties. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I I've seen all shapes and sizes of, of the the front, and it just it's you know, I've seen it all. I've seen it all up front. And some guys are really obsessed with that. 
I mean, I, I had a friend. God almighty, was he obsessed with Upfront. And, you know, it's Upfront is good. But I didn't really care if they were small or large. It, it didn't really didn't didn't bother me. I, I've seen it all. I've seen really big, small. I, it doesn't bother. But yeah, I like I like the booty. Yeah, I, I I I that that's that's a little bit different. You know, there's something to be said when you're pounding that booty. I mean, there is something. It's nice. It's nice. But value your wealth in Bitcoin. Seriously, value. Don't value your wealth in booty. I mean, and there's some. And out here on the streets of Nashville, these Vanderbilt uh, associated uh, ladies and these Belmont associated ladies, there's some fine ladies out there. This southern southern people, uh, I don't know if they're all from the south, but it's it's good. And Nashville's a great place. But again, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Don't be distracted by the the female noise. And uh, again, if you if you're married, um, there's a fifty percent chance you're going to end up not married. So uh, make make sure um, make sure that you have uh, a, a stash that your wife does not know about. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, it's insurance, insurance. It's the force insurance. All right, there's a guy out there. I I am not even um. Wow, there's a guy that's using a screen name that is really disturbing <laughs> on a certain level. And Brian, you know, we're, we're we're talking about women and hot women. Um, Brie Fit Dance is in the house. You guys know her. She's the the hula hoop girl. She's gonna interview me soon. She's hot. A lot of you uh. A lot of you just blindly worship, you know, she got a lot of followers because she's hot and she talks about Bitcoin and everything. So some of you who value your wealth in, uh, in, in women, you'll enjoy that she's here today, but she's a, she's a nice person. She's going to interview me on her show with, uh, with Craig Ship very soon. But I, I mean, I, I respect her for being a Bitcoin person. I don't care that she's hot. There's just some people that are just like, she's hot. She's hot. She probably has a boyfriend. I mean, I, maybe I'll ask her that on her show. You just got to assume a girl that hot has a boyfriend, but most of you don't. And that's why you like throw money at, at, at girls like that. Like, no, no, she, no way. She's, she likes me. She doesn't really have a boyfriend back in the real world. It's, it's, it's all, it's all about the fake world here on the internet. She must not have a real boyfriend, but she's talking to me. Oh, I'm so special. But she's talking to me. All right. Now uh, let's see. What else do we have? Okay. We've, we've been distracted here. Peter says, What's your opinion on the debate of Michael Saylor and Frank Gustra, Bitcoin versus gold? Well, Peter, this is great because, you know, I was DMing Andy Hoffman yesterday and Andy's like, what do you think about the debate? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't care about the debate. It's a complete waste of time. It's a complete waste of time to watch something like that. You, you, I mean, you care that Michael Saylor got one up on a guy who likes gold. It, it, does that make you buy Bitcoin? Does that make you co- more confident in Bitcoin? Because he won. I mean, all these people love these battles. That's why people love Richard Hart so much, because he would attack people and, and they worship him because, oh, he was right. He won that debate. He made this guy cry. What's And then he made an ego coin about him. You see, Michael Saylor, I mean, Michael Saylor's a billionaire, so he's he's got time on his hands. He, he goes out and debate. That's his, his business. But dudes, but dudes, I don't care if he won or lost the debate. What I cared about was when he risked his reputation, his company's future, and bought a ton of Bitcoin in the summer. That's putting your money where your freaking mouth is. That is what is important. The rest is noise. The rest of these debates, I don't watch, I don't have time for these debates and stuff. I keep it really simple. I knew that dude, I told you in the summer when he bought a bunch of Bitcoin for his company, the world was a changing, baby. 
And that was a real thing. That was news. The debate, I don't give it – I get, and I understand that some people are entertained by the debates. There's only so much. I mean, there's only – how much time can you dedicate to it? You – if you don't believe it, the only reason you believe in Michael Sutter is because he, he, he beat a guy in the debate. That's horrible. You should understand – you should like Bitcoin because dudes like – Michael Sarah are thinking the same way that you are. That is a store of value that the dollar is a, a complete uh, waste right now. All right. That's the, the big news happened a long time ago. The debate was won in August when he bought the stuff. Okay. And his company bought the stuff, the bought the Bitcoin. All right. So that, that's my opinion of that. I don't, I don't watch it. I don't put Michael, I don't, I don't put him on a, a, on a pedestal. Everyone's worshiping every, he's got some great tweets. I mean, there's no doubt about it. He's a smart guy. There's no doubt about it, but I'm not, I'm not at every word. I'm not like holding my breath, waiting for the next Michael Saylor tweet to come out there, dudes. Don't pedestal the guy. But again, he, I mean, it was the, the world did change when a, a major company like that. It, it, I mean, and then all these other major companies started buying afterwards. It was, a, it was a great, it was great. It was great. Because we all, we always knew it was going to happen that, uh, companies would use it as a store of value instead of a, having dollars on their balance sheet. They would have Bitcoin on their balance sheet. Um, and uh, and we knew countries would eventually do it too. But yeah, a country hasn't announced it yet, but it will happen. It will happen. And that's why you should be holding Bitcoin because it is good. It's you'll, you'll truly understand scarcity at that point. All right. Wow, we got all sorts of people uh, over there. Yeah, so I, I for, my crypto groupies, remember that term? Crypto, we got some crypto groupies. They're the people that just follow me around and uh, in my chat, in my comments, and say they're 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 not good people. They're they're just people that have a lot of time on their hands and like to say things that uh, aren't very nice. <laughs> Those are crypto groupies. Now my. The, the, the rest of you dudes in the chat, you guys are strong handers. You like watching the show. You're not groupies. You're not low, lowly. Groupie is not a good word. It's not good to be a groupie, to be a crypto groupie. And there are plenty of them. They're troll. Crypto groupies are trolls. We, we discussed this on another show. But I'm always happy to see my crypto groupies out there because, you, you know, you're, you're stirring the pot when you, get, when you get the crypto groupies following you wherever you go, man. All right. Now, uh. And someone says, what's up, uh, Bitcoin Meister? Again, guys, type in Bitcoin Meister, make it ch- or, or do a super chat, get my attention. We had a guy from France the other day. He was going wild. Okay, so pound that like button. This is going to end up being a real long show. I hope you uh, just uh, 2X this to, you know, if you don't want to hear me talking about uh, s- some of the stuff that we've, we've talked about so far. All right, now, the the great Zach Vol. So right now, the, big, the Bitcoin price dropped below a, a trillion dollar market cap. It was really, it, it, it kept them, it was staying above the trillion dollar market cap. There'd be, it would go a little bit below it, but then it would jump back down. So in the last two hours, it's below it now. Now what happened in the last two hours? Well, well, the, the president of the United States, there's a rumor that uh, he, he is, he wants to steal from rich people, um, you know, who are vilified. If, if you make a mil, over a million dollars a year, you're going to have to pay an exorbitant capital gains tax on, on, on your assets that you sell. And it's ridiculous. It is theft. It is envy. It's, 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 it's nonsense. And the market reacted in a natural way. This is not good. The stock market, every, all the financial markets went down on this because it cuts down on productivity. It's the wealthy uh, with their excess uh, profits that uh, – with their profits. Isn't that not excess? Wait, wait. 
that, that fund development, that fund this beautiful world that we live in with such technology, okay, with such comforts. But they don't get this, okay? The, the sociopathic leaders do not get this. So, yeah, of course, the Bitcoin price is – it went down, all right? So, But I'm explaining to you why the Bitcoin price went down in the two hours. But that makes some of you feel better. And this is the reason. This is the reason. So Zach Vol has a tweet out there that sums it up. He says uh, – and you should just the comments, the comments from the envious people out there that say, "Oh yeah, it's, it's fine." The millionaire they won't they won't notice it if you make a million dollars a year. They should be willing to pay a forty nine percent capital gains tax or whatever ridiculous capital gains. No, they shouldn't. You because they're rich, they should. You should be able to steal from people who are rich. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not right. That that's theft. That's horrible. But so let's see. Uh, Zach Vol says, let's print ungodly amounts of money, inflate the price of everything, and force everyone to day trade for extra cash. Then let's hike the capital gains tax to uh, screw them again. He used a different word. Now, is is the capital gains tax going to get uh, – is everyone going to have to pay a higher tax, capital gains tax? Well, not according to the rumor, but we, we shall see. We, if they're willing to tax millionaires more uh, for their capital gains – then why not everybody else? Why not? Uh, it's it's twenty percent in the United States now. Why why not go bring it to twenty five percent? And and that would be horrible. That cuts down on productivity. It does. All right. The, the the government stealing money from you is money that cannot be thrown into productive endeavors. So uh, that's uh, that's why the price of Bitcoin has just gone under the trillion dollar market cap. Okay, whatever. So I mean, there was. The, the line in the sand had been drawn. There was an article about that. I'm going to talk about that. And, and it wouldn't go, well, okay, something like this brings it below the line. Dudes, it's, this is all a blip on the radar. Everything that I'm talking about is a blip on the radar. The China FUD, some of you, I forgot to address this on Monday, were just like, oh, China, they, there was a drought and the, the, the mining went down the tubes or oh, all these rumors uh, the hash rate went down 50%, 40%, 30%, who knows how much percent. We won't even remember, you won't even remember it in two years, okay? You won't know, these are all blips on the radar that people just continually blow out of proportion, all right? Every every current event that, that takes down Bitcoin a, a little bit, it rebounds from, it always returns to its all-time high. We're one day closer to an all-time high, so pound that freaking like button. Uh and I, I want to talk, you know, about we were talking about envious people out there. And again, there are plenty of people to just think it's morally right to steal from rich people because they're envious. They're envious. They, they, they don't get it. It's, it, I know they don't, they, they haven't been raised race. They don't have the correct philosophy. They're completely demented in, in, in their philosophy. It's, it's sickening and, and it's sad, but most people are that way. They think that you're stealing from the rich. So wait, Roman chooses taxing based on your income status is discrimination. Yes. High income earners' lives matter. Yes, yes. Pound that like button. High income earners' lives matter. They do. Everyone's lives freaking matter. Okay. Now, um, uh, all right. So I, I want to speak about high income uh, earners. A lot of them live in Silicon Valley. You know, between San Jose and Oakland, uh, on that side of the bay, that's not Silicon Valley anymore. But on the uh, obviously between San Jose and San Francisco, that is Silicon Valley, that side of the bay. And there is a, a congressman who I respect on a, a certain level. He's he's a 
I mean, I, he, he believes in minimum wage and ridiculous things, but he came on the Ben Shapiro show. His name is Ro Khanna, okay? Ro Khanna, he represents the area that's near Santa Clara. If those, if those of you familiar with the, the, with the Bay Area in California, you, you know Santa Clara, you know Sunnyvale, Palo Alto, Mountain View. I, I, I spent time there um, when I was a little younger. I worked, I worked out there. And, um, but anyway, Ro, he, he has this tweet out there. Imagine owning a piece of AOL before the internet revolution. Most aren't allowed to invest in startups. This is true. With crypto and blockchain, if inclusive, all of us can own a piece of the next digital frontier. This is something that I've been saying for a while, you know, that regular people aren't allowed to buy pre-IPOs. He, he said, yesterday's IPO is a step. Other crypto exchanges, currencies will gain traction. So he's saying something like, you know what? Cryptocurrency is a way for regular people. Bitcoin is a way for regular people to, to get in on something that usually only wealthy people have been able to get in. All right. He's saying, <laughs> he, I mean, the, the, the great Nick Carter said, just look at the hate Rep. Ro Khanna got from his own constituents, constituents for espousing a relatively anodyne position. Support for Bitcoin doesn't seem to win you many virtue bucks. And that is a great point. He got for, for saying something that was pretty milk toast. Okay. Roe got ripped by everybody on Twitter. All these virtue signalers are like, oh, cryptocurrency destroys the environment. Oh, it's this, that, and the other. Why are you why are you giving people stock advice? Blah, 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 blah. And again, I respect the guy because he went on Ben Shapiro's show. He went on Ben Shapiro's show to debate him about um, – there's a few liberals that will go on Ben Shapiro's show to debate him about uh, – it was about the uh, about minimum wage. It's ridiculous. Uh, but so, Roe, I give you credit. You were Obviously, you're in Silicon Valley. you got to talk about cryptocurrency. It's all over. How are you going to ignore it? You're not being a good representative of the people if you're just going to not talk about like, a major industry in the area that you're representing. Uh, but uh, again, I mean, if you read these comments, the envy, the hate for Bitcoin, for cryptocurrency, all the nonsense they believe from the media, it's sickening. It, it really is sickening. But get used to it. You, you should be used to it by now. The environmental FUD. And by the way, the Ethereum people are, are spreading. There's some Ethereum people that are spreading environmental FUD because they say Ethereum, once it switches to proof of stake, is better uh, for the environment than Bitcoin. Let them say that. Let them say that, okay? Still, the, the fools in Silicon Valley or the people on, tw on Twitter will still have fun staying poor, not buying Ethereum or Bitcoin. Now, I, I do want to – the people that ripped on Roe in, in, uh, in the thread, I assume most of them are not his constituents because there are some smart people in that part of the country that understand technology. Some are, but on, on Twitter, it can be anyone that rips you, okay? So um, all, all sorts of screaming cameras. The end. The longest time between Bitcoin blocks since 2011 happened the other day. I, I, that's that's what I heard. I mean that that was uh, that was part of the inconsistencies that were created when they had the little mining issue in in China. Okay, that the people blew out of proportion. China this, China that. Oh my God! I'm so I can't believe some of you who I respect out there in the chat and you ask about China. Like, dudes, we've lived through this so many How can you still be scared by anything China fun? And also, how do you guys continue to worship China 
when uh, they, they made some announcement about uh, that they, they might like Bitcoin or digital currency the other day, one of their lying leaders, and everyone's like, oh, it's just good news. It's such good. No, 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 no. They're a bunch of liars in that government, okay? They're a but they don't, who cares what they say? You, you, you believe that the, they, they really like Bitcoin or that for them personally, sure, of course, they're corrupt. They're stealing. They're buying Bitcoin with their own money. They, they don't, they don't like the yuan. But that they said something positive toward Bitcoin, you think it? They they constantly change their minds. They constantly make up lies. Just ignore it. It's it's ignore. if it's negative or positive from China, just ignore it. Now, the, the one thing that could change, the one thing that could change, and God willing, it changes one day. For if there really is a revolution there, and they get rid of their freaking uh, fascist government, if they get rid of their fascist government, uh, and they, they they truly have a free market. Oh, man, that will be great for Bitcoin. That will be awesome for the world in general in terms of productivity. And let us pray that that happens one day, that that China becomes Taiwan, not Taiwan become China. All right. Free Hong Kong. Pound that like button. All right. Now. And I've been I love my time in Taiwan. Taiwan is great. That is the way the mainland should be just like that with true, true freedom or the freedom to that level, not not the fascistic uh uh, reign of, of that, that's currently going on in China, but just remember, it's it's all a bunch of lies coming out out of there. So stop worrying about if they say something good, if they say something. Because everyone's like, oh, they said, oh, they, they they're going to be using Bitcoin soon or something. I don't even know, know what the darn rumor was anymore. So quickly, uh, Wyoming, uh, Caitlin Long tweeted this out, and it's official. Wyoming will recognize D- DALs as a new type of LLC effective July first. Thank you, legislators and Governor Gordon, for building on Wyoming's history of inventing the LLC, which all other states followed roughly a decade later. We're doing it again. Okay, she is really making that state crypto-friendly. It's it's the least population of all the states in the United States. Um, it's a beautiful state. And Caitlin, it's a picture of her with the governor. The freaking go- By the way, the governor of Wyoming has less than 8,000 followers on Twitter. Pound that like button there. It's a different world over there. Uh, they, don't, they don't care about as much as social media, uh, the politicians. Good for them. Good for them. Um, but I, I, I give her credit. I mean, she's made her way to the top of the, the ladder there. She's, she's posing with pictures with the freaking uh, governor of Wyoming. She has sway, complete sway over their cryptocurrency policy. And uh, I've got faith in her that it is good that, you know, we've got 50 different experiments in the United States and it is the most crypto-friendly, Bitcoin-friendly, whatever you want to say, state. And if, if everything went to heck one day, we could all flee there if necessary. But but don't worry. We've got some states that uh, really have put their foot down against current events. Uh, in terms, of, you know, Florida especially is, is just the greatest state in the United States right now. Despite what Wyoming is doing, Florida is the, the, the greatest. Not in terms of cryptocurrency, but in, in terms of freedom. It, it, it really is just uh, quite impressive. Um, anyway, so, uh, but let, let's not put anyone on pedestals. Now let's, uh, for all you people saying DeSantis, uh, 2024, uh, well, well, I, I want to say this. I mean, obviously DeSantis wouldn't be proposing with, uh, what, what Joe Biden is now. Okay. What Joe Biden is with this freaking uh, disgusting, uh, uh, capital gains thing that uh, Joe Biden is. It, it's a rumor. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, all right. Keep on asking those questions, dudes. And uh, yeah, keep buying Bitcoin, someone said. Of course. You always want to have more Bitcoin than you did at the beginning of the month. And you, and you can earn it, too. You can earn it. Uh, and now, we talk about Caitlin Long. 
We talked about tomorrow's this week in Bitcoin again, 4 p.m. tomorrow, East Coast time. Alistair Milne says, unpopular opinion. Dogecoin pump and dump is likely to be used to justify restrictions on retail investors, preventing access uh, to many uh, crypto, preventing access to, my, to many for crypto assets. Yeah, I, I do think when the Doge, Dogecoin pump and dump ends, and uh, there'll be all these people calling for regulation, all these sociopathic leaders saying, oh, look, all these people got ripped off uh, on Robinhood by Dogecoin because it was a pump and dump. We need to uh, restrict uh, retail investors. Yeah, so w- watch out for that line. Dude, personal responsibility is the new counterculture. That we, you know, you, we don't, yes, Dogecoin is a pump and dump, but you don't, we don't need restrictions uh, once it dumps to save all the people. You guys that are pumping and dumping it right now, you should know better. You, you should really know better. If you lose a million dollars on Dogecoin, it's, it's your darn fault, all right? You don't need the government to come bail you out or save you in the future. Use your freaking brains, okay? And, and just the personal responsibility is new counterculture. Uh, so we talked about Ethereum and uh, and uh, something else I want to say about Ethereum. There are a lot of people in the cryptocurrency space or in the Bitcoin space that, that want to slap the government in the face, okay? That, that you know, it separate uh, government and, and money, which is great. I, I don't think government should have any say over money, okay? And I, I got the United States government right now is not forcing us to use the dollar. It, it, I mean, it, it, the United States is allowing competing money right now. It is. It is. We're allowed to own Bitcoin. We're allowed to buy things with Bitcoin. We are allowed, to, and that 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 we even need their permission is a complete freaking joke. But it is what it is. But there, there, you know, Uniswap, which is built on Ethereum, is a complete slap in the face of all the government try to regulate exchanges. Okay, think about it. think about what Uniswap is and how. So for all the people who, you know, are, you know, really against the government in the Bitcoin world. I mean, you got You got to say on the on the Ethereum side, they built something over there that really. It just puts the middle finger up at the governments who are trying to regulate exchanges. Just wanted to throw that out there. So yeah, market dominance uh, below. And so Bitcoin's market dominance is below 50%. It went below. Oh my Lord, it's below 50%. Oh my Lord, scare. Dudes, again, we've been through this before. Uh, June 18th of 2017, June 18th of 2017, Bitcoin dominance was 37%. And Ethereum dominance was 31%, okay? And that's, again, June 18th, 2017 is around where we are in the cycle right now here on April 22nd of 2021. It's very, is it, so is, is Bitcoin uh, dominance down at 37% today? No, it's, a, it's 49%. So we've been through this before. We've been initiate, initiated in this before. And I want to say another thing. I want to say another thing. Christmas Eve of 2017, when Bitcoin was very close to its old all-time high, okay, when things were going really great for Bitcoin, Christmas Eve of 2017, it, Bitcoin dominance was 43%. So for all you doomers who think that Bitcoin dominance going below 50% means bad things for Bitcoin, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It's it's a random measurement. It was at 43%. In, in December of 2017, when it was getting all-time highs, okay? And we're higher than that now. All right, so, and Ethereum is at, uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's close to 5% of a Bitcoin right now. It, it's just, that's the way it is. It's it's not a shock to my system. 
To some peoples, it is. Now, diversification for the sake of diversification is very easy during bull markets, okay? So that's what you that's part of what you see that's going on now with the Bitcoin dominance dropping. I mean, everything's everything's going up, so why not buy everything? Diversification for the sake of diversification, that's not me. All right. And I, I rage against that. But so many people, they think they have to buy something else just for the sake of buying else, something else. Um what was this? I have something written. Okay. Now. I'm not going to talk about that. We talked about blips on the radar. Okay. If a person treats Coinbase as a bank, okay, then what coin are they more likely to want to hold at the bank? This is a thought experiment here. They, they want they want to gain interest. You know, if they're used to a bank account that, that, that brings them interest, what are they going to want to hold? And here's an article right here. Coinbase now offers Ethereum 2.0 staking rewards. All right, dudes. So, um, th and that's their personal business. There are people, it, it, they're going to be like, well, why do I want to hold Bitcoin in my Coinbase bank? I'm going to own, I'm going to, I'm going to hold Ethereum. That gives me more Ethereum. That gives me, and that in, in their world, that makes sense. Now, in my world, it makes no sense to have your freaking Bitcoin or your Ethereum at Coinbase. But there are many, 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 many people who are in this space that just treat Coinbase as a bank. So if you think of it as a bank, if you don't care about controlling your private key whatsoever, then you're down that road. You can get interest on one of the two, Bitcoin or Ethereum. So what are you going to own? So is that going to help? Is that going to lower Ethereum's price? No. It's going to bring up the Ethereum. That's why it's so easy for me to say it's going to be 6% of a Bitcoin. And, and, and again, Ethereum 2.0 hasn't even started yet. Now, assuming it, it all gets pulled off, and I'm pretty sure it will get pulled off. So this guy named Ryan Berkmans said he wrote a report, a four-page report that's very easy to understand. I linked to it below. The, the report uh, previously titled The Investment Case uh, for Ethereum. Ethereum is a high-level look at Ethereum as a store of value with uh, $10 billion per year in net income while uh, being environmentally friendly. <laughs> so he throws in the environmentally friendly jab, get used to that. In the report, our forecast for Ethereum's net income in 2022 is $19.8 billion, all of which occurs to, Ethereum, occurs to Ethereum holders. Our discounted cash flow valuation linked in the report, conservatives su suggest a value per Ethereum of $16,770. Now, and it's ethereumcashflow.com. Now, do I believe that Ethereum is going to be worth $16,770? Uh, actually, if Bitcoin is worth $200,000, then yeah, it will be. But, but um, this is for, it's for investors, companies, treasuries, and others using Bitcoin as a store of value. He is speaking, the, uh, he's not getting into technical mumbo jumbo about, you know, he's not getting into Uniswap stuff. He's not getting into all the technical stuff that, that, that Ethereum can do. He's just laying out the pure money. And he, I give the guy credit. He wants rich people, rich entities to, to throw their money into Ethereum. And that hasn't, 
you know, we've got guys like Michael Saylor that are using Bitcoin as their uh, treasury reserve asset. We don't have anyone that's, used, that's doing it with Ethereum. And this report is reaching out to those people. They are competing. And that's their business. That's their business. Um, but he says, and I, I, he in the report, the purpose of this memo is not to denounce Bitcoin. Bitcoin enjoys a growing institutional spotlight. A compelling narrative as digital gold and a portfolio allocation as an inflation hedge. However, institutional allocation into the Ethereum ecosystem is currently low. So he's admitting it. This memo will, er will argue that Ethereum and its token ETH can compete with Bitcoin as a store value asset. Now, I don't think it is a store value asset and should be a part of a diversified crypto portfolio. Again, I don't believe in a diversified crypto portfolio. Further, Ethereum has imminent catalysts in 2021 that could cause ETH to reprice significantly higher. I agree with that last part there, okay? So there you go. You Bitcoin people are welcome to write easy to understand reports like this one that reach out to purely finance people that speak a finance language. There are many people in the Bitcoin space and in the entire cryptocurrency space that vilify financiers, that vilify marketers and traditional business people. It's all about the tech. It's all about the lightning network. It's all about the tech. No, it's there's every, everything is welcome in this space, technical marketing finance. It's so when you, when you can grasp that and, and you can accept that, you can create a narrative that's going to help pump the price of your Ethereum or your Bitcoin or whatever. Okay. When, when you're not like against certain segments of the crypto population in terms of what their background is, if it be finance, marketing, tech, et cetera. Okay. So we did talk about China's central bank calls Bitcoin an investment alternative. All right. So that's what everybody was spazzing out about that they, that some, uh, some uh, bureaucrat, some lying, uh, cheating bureaucrat in China uh, called Bitcoin uh, an, an investment alternative. Do you, do you really need a Chinese uh, a bureaucrat to tell you that? I mean, I've known Bitcoin's been an investment alternative since freaking 2013 when I bought my first two Bitcoin in November that year. Pound that like button. Never sell a Bitcoin. All right. Now, um, okay, so we have a China FUD. Uh, what's this? And I'm going to link to a... a uh, a thread that, and I didn't do it yet. It's by, uh, what's this guy's name? Here's the best ex explanation of what the mining incident in China really meant. Okay. And it's, uh, yeah, it, it's not some insane reaction to all the China news. It's, it's very level-headed. I will link to it below. Uh, when I'm done this, it will be just like, I will call it China. Um, okay, for you that they want to read something that actually makes sense about China. Uh, and yeah, Andy Hoffman was also talking about the trillion dollar market cap um, and just reminding everyone that it's uh, very difficult to, to bring uh, Bitcoin uh, below that trillion dollar market cap. It's been broken now, so he's he's worried. I'm, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, again, it was like, um, it's, it's just a blip on the radar today. Now, um, I think, can everyone tell, like, that when I get messages now from, that this has happened to me for years and years and years now, and it's just very tiresome at this point. Like, I get people with worried messages, like, why is Bitcoin dropping? Oh, it, it, it's different this time. It's 
it's, it's terrible. It's the end of the world. Ethereum is going to take over. This one's going to take over. Why are people so stupid buying Dogecoin? Like, it doesn't phase me at all. Like, I go about my life. I go about running. I go about just like, I don't want to hear about, I don't want to hear about all this FUD. Like, it's such noise. It's just like, it, it doesn't entertain me. It's a complete waste. And I've heard it a thousand times now. Like, I've been through this cycle before. I've been through this part of the cycle before. And I, I just don't, I don't understand why people just don't grasp it. Why people, there's just a certain mentality certain people have. They want things to go wrong. They just are waiting for everything to go wrong. And that's not the way to live, dudes. That's not the way to live. Like, it, it's, I admire people that say it's different this time when they're talking about something that has been negative in the past and they want it and they think it's going to be positive now. But for the people who have seen something that was, you know, it appeared negative and then it, it wasn't negative because Bitcoin always returns to its all time high. And now the same thing's happening and now they're getting negative again. I mean, you're just negative. <laughs> I'm a positive dude. I don't want to be around this. I don't want to be around these negative vibes. So I, I know some of you have legit worries and everything like that. I mean, go back to my archives or something. What can I, am I your psychiatrist here? I mean, are we going to sit down on the couch? If we're going to sit, if you're going to complain to me, people, about the FUD and that you've, you've fallen for the latest FUD that's just repeat FUD from four years ago, if you're going to, if you want my time, you got to pay me for that, dude. You got to pay me a lot to, to talk about that nonsense with you, okay? But maybe some of you want that. You, you enjoy my voice? I mean, are you enjoying my sexy facial features? I don't know what you enjoy, what you want out of me when it comes to this FUD, which is clearly FUD that we've lived through a thousand different times already. And it's like, and, and that, and you can't grasp the concept that week after week after week after week, there's another negative blip on the radar that everybody forgets. All right. Just like in November when people were saying that, that I forgot what Brian Armstrong even said about the government and the price of Bitcoin went down. I don't even remember what it was there, but people say, oh, it's the end of the world. And it's just a flip of the radar that we can't even remember now. And this, this is what it's all about. People blow everything out of proportion on a day-to-day -day basis. Take a few steps back, look at the bigger picture. And we've seen, we've seen it before. The bigger picture always prevails. 2024 having. If you can't take the Ethereum FUD, the, 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 the coin market cap FUD, the China FUD, the Joe Biden FUD. If you can't, just don't get on the internet anymore then. I don't know what to say. Or, or like lock up your treasure to make sure you cannot get gain access to it so that you won't do anything foolish. <laughs> All right. So that, that, there's my, my little rant on that. And here, here's a reminder from Nick Carter. ETF chatter becoming definite. All right. So everyone's fixated on the negative stuff, China, this, that, and the other. When we know that eventually there is going to be a Bitcoin ETF, and what is that going to do? That is going to bring the take the Bitcoin price to a whole new level. We know this is going to happen one day in the United States, yet we still have people worrying about the day-to-day -day FUD that we've heard a thousand times before. But so I'm just reminding you, Nick Carter, a real smart guy, is reminding us that the ETF chatter is becoming deafening. We are one day closer to having an ET, a Bitcoin ETF in the United States. And that is a good thing for the price of Bitcoin. Pound that like button. J Jeff Dorman says, today's digital asset market cap, uh, re market recap, Robinhood trader wakes up 
seized Doge up 160%, immediately snapped buys the only other tokens available on the app, Ethereum Classic, Bcash, BSV, and and Litecoin. So this is from last week, actually, but there were a lot of people that were wondering, oh my God, why is Bcash doing so well again? Oh, it's the end of the world. I can't accept the world where Bcash and Bitcoin can go, both do well. They both can do well. But why did Bcash and Ethereum Classic and, and Litecoin and, and BSV, why that trash BSV? Why did why did they all do well? He just gave a great reason. The Robin Hood impulsive people saw Doge doing well, and they just they decided, well, what else can I buy on this that isn't Bitcoin? They, you know, because of their unit bias nonsense. They bought the other stuff. That's why a pump. There's no real good reason. That's not a. That's not a fundamental reason. But it's a. I, 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 this is why I read different type of people on Twitter. Jeff Dorman is not a Bitcoin uh, firster at all, okay? I mean, he is into all sorts of different things. But he's a smart guy. I I, I can tell I disagree with him on some political stuff too. Um, but I don't like run away from the dude. You can gain insight and understand what what's going on in the larger space. And when you understand what's going on in the larger space, you have a stronger Bitcoin hand because you're not worried like, oh my Lord, Bcash is doing well again. We're living through 2017 again. No, we're not. Bcash is a joke. Bcash is nothing to worry about. It pumped because of some Dogecoin freak 19-year-olds on uh, Robinhood. All right. Now, let's see if we have any uh, questions here. We don't have any super chat ones. No, do some super chat, dudes. We got you – no, know, we don't have any anyone doing it properly. We just have a bunch of people talking back and forth, back and forth, uh, and no one's even typing in Bitcoin Meister. But people are having fun, so, hey, that's good. Now uh, – Let's uh, we got crypto groupies in the house there. Oh, all sorts, all sorts. Um, now, what do we have? Oh, here. And and for all and, and to show you who's buying Dogecoin, Vinny Lingham, who some people just love, love to hate him. But again, I, I follow him on Twitter. You can gain a lot of knowledge from him. Um, he says, uh, I'm going to perform an experiment. How many of you actually control the private keys to your Dogecoin? Please send me only one dollar in Dogecoin to this address. I'll donate it all to the local dog shelter. All right, this is a few days ago. Four people sent him Dogecoin. He's got a lot of followers. Now, I mean, the point he was making is that most people who own Dogecoin, they own it through Robinhood, they own it through whatever. They don't control their own private key. They they have, they have no access to their their, their uh, Dogecoin at all. They think they think. I mean, that that that's what's pumping it up. It's a Robinhood pump. But hey. People, people don't get it. They think they really own their cryptocurrency when they don't own their cryptocurrency at all. Learn, learn about uh, controlling your private key. But it, it is funny, which and Dogecoin is simple to send. It's as easy to send and hold as Bitcoin. But most of the people that are in this Dogecoin game right now, um, they don't know. They, they, they don't hold it. They don't hold it properly. They don't hold it. Now, uh, uh, Bolt, Bolt out of Cal, out of uh, Canada just sent five dollars in Canadian dollars. Bitcoin Meister's approach is the only way to guarantee to make money. Think long term. Pound that like button, brother. Thank you for the five Canadian dollars. And again, I have ripped on the Canadian loony as much as anyone out there. Um, do not value your wealth in loonies. Value it in Bitcoin. Um, Canada is a, is a, is a second-rate uh, currency, which is better than most currencies out there, of course. Uh, most fiat currencies are much worse than the Canadian one. But dudes, if if, if I, I, I've been you know, speaking to Canadians for quite some time. I enjoyed my time in uh, speaking in Alberta back in 2018. I, I, I hope that uh, all those people I spoke to back in Alberta 
I don't see how any of them can have significant uh, uh, bank accounts, significant amounts of uh, loonies in, in their in their bank accounts. I hope not. Um, at, the, at the very least, they should have some uh, dollar de- delineated ones, United States dollars. But obviously, Bitcoin is where they should have put everything <laughs> as much as as much as humanly possible. Because I know you got to pay some bills and, and taxes in, in your local currency. All right. Now, uh, and and what's going on in Ontario right now is ridiculous. I'm going to ask Mauricio about Ontario tomorrow because Mauricio is a, a guy originally from Venezuela, but is now he lives in Toronto. He works for Ledin. He'll be on tomorrow's show. I'll be sure to ask him about the uh, situation in Ontario. Uh, so this UFO Today guy says Bitcoin is crashing. Any comments? You, you know this entire show has been a comment about the Bitcoin price going down. You, you, when I was talking about Biden and I was talking about the, the capital gains tax proposal, that, I mean, I explained it all. That That was my... Those are my thoughts. Have you been paying attention to a word I said? I mean, those are my comments. I, 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 I comment. I mean, like, what's, what do you, what else do you want me to say? <laughs> I, I mean, the whole show is, are you paying attention? Do you have listening comprehension at all? Seriously, seriously. All right. And Kim DeVos says, thanks for your years of info and streams. Well, I'm, you're, you're welcome. And uh, everyone check out disruptmeister.com. You can watch all the, the old shows. You can watch all the old shows there. Um, two, there's like almost 2,000 shows I, I've been involved in uh, during my, my uh, long and storied career in the uh, YouTube Bitcoin world, whatever this is. <laughs> all right. All right. Now, um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh Okay, so we talked about the, the the line in the sand that was the trillion dollar market. So, I mean, yeah, the exception proves the rule, right? <laughs> the except that's what I learned in biology class in tenth grade in Mr. Wright's biology class. The, the exception proves the rule. You know, the, the, uh, the, the, it'll rebound above a, a, a trillion. I mean, again, long term thinking, people. It's it's a day to day day to day turbulence. If you get obsessed with it, you're going to have fun staying poor. Okay. <laughs> All right, now. What are we talking about? The 50% uh, FUD and uh, what is this? Quarter of a million. Oh, Marco down in uh, Miami in the it, watch yesterday's show, by the way, guys. It was a explainer show that talked about the talked about how you can figure out the exact block number that happened 200,000 blocks ago because we all know about the 210,000 block theory about how you can take any point in time, subtract 210,000 blocks for, from it, and Bitcoin is worth more in dollars than it was 210,000 blocks ago. And that is the rule. And it continues. So with 210,000 blocks from now, if you're watching this, if the rule uh, stands, uh, as it has never been broken as of today, Bitcoin will be worth more in terms of fiat. I'm, I'm pretty confident in that. But so that was what yesterday's show was about. But the great uh, Marco told me, he said, tragic story. Uh, a friend sold five Bitcoin last week and put it all in Doge, hoping to time the market. I told him his Bitcoin card is revoked. I'm super triggered. Now, uh, basically what that person did was uh, take a over a quarter million dollars worth of Bitcoin and gambling it on Dogecoin at the top. And he lost he lost. I mean, it's insane. It's insane what people are willing to do. 
and the guy like has less than a Bitcoin left now. Not in terms of the Dogecoin is, is valued, you know, I don't know what is valued at now, what, four Bitcoin instead of five Bitcoin? I don't know how much he dropped. But he took that large percentage of his Bitcoin stash and threw it into Dogecoin, like 80% of it, 90% of it. I mean, that's ridiculously impulsive. Diversification for the sake of diversification, have fun staying poor. But that's a real story. And you better believe that there are plenty of people um, who did stuff like that, who are just like, oh, it's, it's the flavor of the month. Without understanding what the what the flavor of the month means, that they come and go. Oh, I'm going to turn my whole Bitcoin stash into this flavor of the month. It's a bad idea. It's a, you're going against your game plan. You stick with the game plan. Strong hand 2024. That doesn't mean oh, I'm going to do, I convert 90 percent of it into Dogecoin and then go back into Bitcoin. No, 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 no. That's what ha- what happened to that guy is what happens to you. Sad, sad. Um, and uh, what else do we have? We talked about, uh, oh, speaking about how crazy Dogecoin got, though, Dogecoin retreats after topping Ford and Kraft in market value. <laughs> that's, uh, and I, I did not, so, some of, that's insane. Some of that money uh, that, that left Dogecoin did run back into Bitcoin, too, of course. I mean, it only, it only makes sense. Now, uh, something I mentioned on the show before is that, during the the Great Depression, we've always heard about how like 25% of the people got rich. Well, at least or did well. At least if you're smart and you just don't, you know, if you do your own research and you like go beyond like the doom and gloom of the dust bowl and all that stuff, you realize that like, there were some people that did quite well, 25%. And I always kept that in mind, you know, whenever I learned that, I, I and I just I'm so proud that during what people tried to turn into our own great depression because all these neurotic uh, depressive people out there, they want to have their own disaster and they wanted um, the the virus to be the great depression, to be nine 11, to be everything, to be everything depressing. And I'm so proud that during our quote unquote great depression of the last year that I have done incredibly well, that Bitcoin that is the, you know, I mean, I have more wealth than I've ever had in my entire life. And there's so many Bitcoin holders that that, that share that with me, um, that they they are part of the, quote unquote, 25% who did well during all this. And I'm sure it's, it's, it's probably much larger than 25% uh, now. But there are plenty of people that just locked themselves up and did horrible. But yeah, during I can see how now during the real Great Depression, how, yeah, of course there were opportunities. I mean, but, but most people become frozen. They don't, they're not in motion. They, they see something that's scary and they freeze. You got to be, these are the times, I mean, if the last year has taught you anything, it has been quite a time to be in motion. I have traveled all around the United States. And again, I've become, I mean, wealthier than I have ever, uh, ever was previously. Uh, and many of you share that, uh, that second part, not, not as many of you have traveled all around like I have, but, uh, you, you've been in motion mentally. Uh, and financially. So good, good for you. And just a little uh, flashback. And okay, we'll, we'll link to the, the Vinny, uh, the Vinny thing in a second. And uh, we'll conclude it with two beyond Bitcoin things here. All right. The first, I'm going to see if there are any questions. Uh, so crypto native said a video about your life extension goals would be cool. Yeah. I mean, I want to live to be 200. And I just, I have that ingrained and I'm going to the, 
uh, going to San Diego for a month. Well, it's only one day that health nucleus I'm doing the, uh, I'm paying for the health nucleus uh, and analysis of my, my health. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I should talk about that in a uh, beyond Bitcoin video in the future. Um, but that's, that's one of the things I'm doing for, I mean, I, I'm taking life extension seriously, uh, very seriously. If I'm going, uh, if I'm spending that money at, uh, at health nucleus or whatever it's called in San Diego and, uh, you know, thank you, Yaron Brook and, uh, Peter Diamantes for, for informing me about that, that, that great, uh, that, that, that great program. I hope it's good. I, I hope it's good. I hope it's a fun time in San Diego in June. I, I, I am looking forward to it. Now, uh, all right, so that no other questions, so we'll conclude with uh, some current events here. Or one, the best explainer video when it comes to the virus is uh, by this dude in South Africa. And I forgot his name now, but I'll link to the BitChute video below. You can tell it's a good explainer of the virus when it's on BitChute and not allowed on YouTube, obviously. Uh, I think I already linked to it below, but uh, if I didn't, it'll be linked to below. And finally, something I know, I forgot to mention this on a recent show, but I linked to it below. I heard this song, um, Tighter and Tighter, uh, by the band Alive and Kicking. Um, it's from, what's it, from the 60s? And uh, it's a happy song, and I linked to it below. And it brings back memories of being in um, my father's car, because my father always listened to WQSR, the oldie station in Baltimore. And that song uh, was... Uh, was always on. Uh, it was not always. It was often on. And I just thought of it randomly the other day, and then I, I searched it out on YouTube, and definitely put a big smile on my face. It's 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 kind of a corny song, um, but maybe it'll put a big smile on your face too. And uh, I think some people need uh, need that positivity because they just get they just get too entrenched by all this uh, the the fud and, and the negative stuff that that's out there. All right, I'm Adam Meister. Uh, and, and and Doug says he's been listening to the old Beach Boys. And again, I I can you know think about WQSR WQSR and and being in my father's car and uh, and my dad would actually comment about the Beach Boys too. He he actually he liked them. He he bought bought one of their albums. I don't think he he realized uh, how psychedelic that they. Were. I mean Brian Wilson. Uh, I mean that guy was very creative. Very creative. Dude, I mean, my my dad liked you know the catchy tunes of the big of the, of the Beach Boys, but it, it it some of his songs were very very deep, you know. Pet Sounds was um, really uh, innovative. He, Brian was is is he he's still alive, right? He was a unique beast. I mean, he lost it. Um, Brian Wilson was. I mean, that's that's a unique beast right there. All right, everybody, keep on being a unique beast. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Subscribe to the channel tomorrow, 4 p.m. East Coast time. Um, we will be here with a uh, this week in Bitcoin. See you later. Uh, play this at 2x. <laughs> Thanks, everyone.